Welcome to Sliding Doors Your Story, the podcast that delves into the decisions and moments that shape our lives. I am Jenny Becker, and throughout my life, career, and relationships, I've always been fascinated with the notion that everything happens for a reason, alongside my love for the 90s movie classic, Sliding Doors. Have you ever really thought about those moments that shaped your life? Those decisions that could have gone either way in the opportunities presented to you? Sliding Doors, your story delves into your extraordinary moments and decisions that built the path of your life. Through your applications, we have curated a mini-series with amazing people taking us through their amazing Sliding Doors moments. We will reflect on how a decision or moment changed the course of their lives and how things might have looked if they had never happened. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. My guest today is Katie James. Katie is a medical secretary for the NHS and lives in Wales. And today she is telling us all about her incredible sliding doors moment, which is the truest depiction of fate and meant to be, when a chance meeting led her to saving someone's life. And it's a beautiful story of serendipity, generosity and karma. So welcome to Sliding Doors, your story, Katie. Thank you so much for joining me today. I cannot wait to delve into your Sliding Doors moment. So do you want to start off by telling us a little bit about yourself, who you are and what you do? Yeah, sure. So thank you very much for having me. I'm really excited about this. Um, So my name's Katie. I'm 41, although I tell people I'm 27. (laughs) 
Um, I'm a medical secretary. I work for the NHS in Cardiff, which I absolutely love. Um, And I spend most of my time in my camper van during the summer. In fact, I've just come back from a four-week trip in Europe. Um, Or I I spend my time crocheting. Or if I'm, you know, best of both worlds, crocheting whilst I'm away in my camper van. That sounds like you live the life. I'm living the dream, if I'm honest. This is, yeah, it's not not actually where I thought my life would be at the Mm -hmm. age of 41, but I'm not complaining. No, and listen, age is just a number, as you just Mm -hmm. said. doesn't matter how Mm -hmm. old we are, but do you go to different places with your camper van or do you go to the same places every time? Well, since I got my van, I've been marking off on Google Maps everywhere I've stayed. Oh, and since I've come back from Europe, I've got over a hundred and I think it's probably I'm probably about a hundred and ten places now I've stayed. Wow. Different places I've stayed in the UK and Europe. So that's yeah, I'm really incredible. Chuffed. And where is your favorite place so far? Um, I've got two. So when I've just come back from, as I said, Europe, and I stayed in a place in Switzerland, which was insane. I went paragliding. I've never seen water like it in the two lakes that I was at. Um, but probably the most beautiful, serene place was actually a place in Wales. I stayed at a couple of years ago. It was a reservoir in just near Abergavenny, sort of, um, mid Wales ish. Um, and it was just it, it, whenever I want to go to a happy place, that's it. That's it was serene. It was beautiful. The middle of the night, all I could hear was the water lapping in the sheep and it was just silent and calm. It was, oh, it was beautiful. It was absolutely oh, beautiful. Idyllic. And it's funny, isn't it, that we often like search to go to places, you know, abroad where actually some of the most amazing beauty is within the UK and around where you live. So absolutely. it's amazing that you get to go and yeah. see that. Oh, I want to get yeah. a camper van now. And only just from oh, hearing honest, that. I tell little... everybody, if you're thinking about it and you can get on and do it. It's get the on best and do thing it. Ever, it's the best thing that's ever happened to me, getting a van. Amazing. Um, and what made you kind of want to share your story with our listeners? So, you know, what is it that you kind of hope people get out of us hearing your sliding doors moment? I don't know, it's to think about fate really, isn't it? I suppose, mm-hmm. essentially, because you can't control what's going to happen. Yeah. So what happened to me, that there was no saying what could have happened at any point or, or, or how my story might have been slightly different. So it's just go, go with the flow, I suppose. That's, you know, that's the only thing to take out of it really, because there was no decision making in anything really. It was just, everything just happened. So it's just, you know, it's not, not really anything you can, I could, you know, there's nothing to look out for specifically. It's just what, whatever's going to happen is going to happen, I suppose. Yeah. And are, have you seen the film? Are you a fan of Sliding Doors? I remember what I remember really being obsessed with it when it first really? came out. And I prop, yeah, genuinely. And I'm not just saying that because of this, but yeah. I haven't seen it probably in about 15 years. Oh. Um, but I've probably watched it, God, maybe a dozen times when it first came out because I just thought the concept of it was amazing and it did yeah. make you think about fate and oh, what if? Um, and it was a really, in- it was it was very new at the time. There was nothing really like that. Exactly. And I think most people say that they may not have seen it in a while, but it's something that stays in their memory. And actually, Absolutely. it's a film that stands the test of time. You must watch it again because you'll notice things that you never noticed uh, yeah, the first course. time around. Well, it, and, and it has coined this expression of slide exactly. and moment. Exactly. So, and know, it came from the film. So exactly. it's a good job it happened. And what do you believe in then when it comes to the sliding doors theory? So you've mentioned fate, um, there's timing, coincidence, luck, hard work. Mm. What are your beliefs in the theory? to be honest I've gone back and forth on it over the years um mainly when things haven't gone my way 
So mm-hmm. I've thought, you know, why is, it, 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 there's no such thing as fate because otherwise this would have happened and this would have gone right. And why has this happened? So uh, for example, a job, if I've, if I've gone for a job that I absolutely thought that I was made for this job and I didn't, how have I not got this job? Because mm-hmm. it was made for me. It was like it was yeah. written for me and I didn't get it. And I, and I, and I thought, well, everyone was saying, oh, everything happens for a reason. I thought, no. I don't believe that because this job was everything I ever wanted and I didn't get it. But it's only now, five years later, that I look and think, oh my, if I'd have got that job, this wouldn't have happened, that wouldn't have happened. And I love my job now. I can't imagine having anything different. And the people that I work with and the work that I do, I love it. Mm -hmm. And actually hearing things about that particular job now, um, it wouldn't have worked out. So actually... All in all, I've got to say that, yeah, okay, everything does happen for a reason, yeah. despite my every now and again thinking, exactly. no, it's rubbish. Well, we all think that, don't we? Because it's patience, but it's also having the faith. Yeah. And I think it's experience as well that you speak about, mm-hmm. because I think we all think that slang does moments have to be, you know, as you say, the good things that happen to us. But sometimes mm-hmm. it's when the things don't happen and believing that there must be a reason why it happened. Absolutely. I don't know now. I might not mm-hmm. know tomorrow. I might know in five years. But exactly. being able to look back, I think, is really, really key. And that's why we I love doing the podcast, because it gives yeah. people that time to retrospectively look back. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. We'll go on to your sliding doors moment. Mm -hmm. So... One in a 22 million chance. So a chance meeting on a beach in South Wales that not only saved a stranger's life, but led me to realizing my own dream. So I've left this to be very, very open so that no one knows what we're going to say, because I really want you to explain this. And it really is the definition of a sliding doors moment Mm -hmm. and a really kind of big life saving moment for someone. So take us back to this chance meeting and explain exactly what happened and why this was your sliding doors moment. Okay. So I I think this all came down to the fact that the weather was nice. 
So which it and, never and really, is. So exactly. <laughs> so it was June um, twenty twenty one. Um, and as I've mentioned, I've got a camper van. I'm very lucky to live where I live and that I have the beach just two minutes down the road. So if the weather's nice, I'm packing my stuff and I'm going down to the beach. So, and it just happened to be, it was a Friday and I thought, right, I'm going. So I put all my stuff in the van, put all my crochet stuff in, and I decided to go to the beach that day. Um, and as I was there, I'd got my stuff out, I had a little drink. I was doing my crochet this dog kept coming up to me and I thought oh, it was a lovely little dog well it wasn't a little dog it was a massive dog actually <laughs> um but I love dogs so fine dog kept going coming back to me and then this chap came over and he was oh I'm really sorry about the dog and I said like, no it's fine you know I like fine I, you know I like dogs and whatever so and we got chatting um and he invited me over to his because mm-hmm. his van was down there as well he invited me over to his van he was having a barbecue and this is another sort of weird thing as well because I'm quite antisocial. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, do you quite often speak to people? No. no. Okay. <laughs> I'll speak well, I'll speak to people, I'll say hello. Yes, no, but I get it. When your time is your time, you don't openly chat to everyone around no, you. I'm very selfish with my time. I like doing what I want to do. I don't you know, I, I I don't like making conversation and talking yeah. to straight and having to I, I'd rather do my own thing. I, and and so for me to say yes was odd because mm-hmm. that's not like me but I did I went over and I um took my drinks and what you know went over and we were chatting away and and I th- I can't remember exactly how, how it came about I'm pretty sure I, we were talking about camping and going away in the van and I was saying you know I go away here and there and, and and the chap that I was speaking to his name was Ken he said oh we can't go we can't go away very often we can only go away for a night at a time because Lucy my partner she's on dialysis Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, that's funny. I said, well, because I'm on the donor list. I'm on the list to be a donor, to be an altruistic donor. We just sort of looked at each other like, is this actually really happening? Yeah. So we just got talking from there. So turns out that, you know, we were an absolute perfect match for a kidney. Um, and a year and a half later, she's walking around to my kidney inside us. <laughs> I mean, it's just incredible this moment Mm. so when so when you were talking and you you know you found out that because had you kind of always wanted to be a kidney donor was that something that you'd always wanted to do and and then how did it go from because obviously you didn't just sit there and know you were a match and you know you may have not ever seen each other again so did you kind of when you left each other that day how did you leave it between you before you actually then realized that you were a match so I've I've wanted to do this since probably I was a teenager when I first mm-hmm. heard you could do it it was a thing to do um but back you know when I was 16 the internet wasn't what it is now yeah. um and there was no easy way to do it and over the years I sort of thought about it but there was no easy way of doing it and then I think it was 2019 I looked into it again and it was as easy as send us an email so I did yeah. and they said great yep come in for an appointment so I went in for the initial appointment this was just before COVID. And as I was having all the tests and everything was going ahead, they stopped everything because of COVID. And then um, just before I met um, Kenny and Lucy, they phoned me and said, oh, we're starting to redo everything again. Do you want to come back in? I said, yep, sign me up. We'll, you know, good to go. Um, So I'd already been called back in for an appointment, I think. So 
And I'd explained that. I said, look, you know, I've, I've been on this list for ages. I said, you can have mine if you want. Joke, you know, joking yeah, about. Yeah, definitely. It's obviously I meant it, but <laughs> yeah. never in a million years did I think this was going to, wow. obviously would have been amazing, which it did, but you just don't think that's going to happen. So I was like, yeah, she can have mine if she wants it. And we'll, you know, check. And I had a, yeah. um, a coordinator, kidney coordinator um, at the hospital. So I said, oh, well, I'll contact Chantal. That was her name. I said, I'll contact Chantal. Um, and you contact yours and, you know, we'll see what happens. So we took each other's numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think the following Monday, I'd contacted Chantal and said, oh, you know, I, I've met somebody. Can I check and see if I'm a match? And I think they, ha- I think Lucy had to request it. Yeah. Um. So she contacted hers. And then it was really bizarre, actually, because it was a really underwhelming moment. Was it? Because I, I was going to say, yeah. how did you feel when you found out you were a match? Well, I think we were both waiting for like the phone call. Oh, you're a perfect match. So we could have like that moment. Where, yeah. Oh, I'm a match. This, you know, have that movie moment that you're expecting. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen. So it was like I kept being called in for, for tests, for, I don't know, MRI and blood tests and this and that. But they didn't tell me that it was for Lucy. I just thought it was still going in for the pooled donation where I was just giving it to a stranger, which was fine. But it was only when I was on the phone, I was like, I said, well, is, is this going to, is it going to Lucy? And she said, yeah. I was like, oh, right. Okay. Brilliant. So, um, how long has she been been waiting for a kidney for? Um, I think five years Oh um, gosh. I found a lot out about a lot more about it after this had all happened. So I didn't mm-hmm. know that she'd only been given, I mean, I, this is her story to tell, not mine. So I don't, yeah. I don't really know, but no, it's no, along no. the like She was only given a certain amount of time, um, before she would die. Yeah. It bluntly. Um, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but I know that she was only given a certain amount of time. Oh um, gosh. Because she had she got had lupus, which is what yeah. caused her kidneys to fail, um, and she was on dialysis like three times a week. She couldn't do anything. She had no energy. She she was on like a fluid restriction, so she couldn't drink what she wanted, yeah. and so she just had no life at all, none. So it really, really was life saving. And you know, you said there that you you know you don't that moment didn't come like in the films like it did. But when you initially met, so as you say, and you kind of went over and you were chatting and you mentioned that, did there was there a feeling you felt to be like, this is weird? Like I never usually go over to someone, I want to give a kidney, she needs a kidney, this feels like too good to be true. Yes, and actually Kenny and I, because it was Kenny and I that were mostly in the conversation. Yeah. Um, I think maybe I don't know, maybe Lucy was didn't really want to be like, Yeah, I love your kidney, please can have it. <laughs> you know, I don't know. But she's quite a shy person anyway. She's yeah. wonderful. But but Kenny's very her partner is much more um, you know, uh, uh, Talkative. I don't know the word I'm looking at. Talkative, yeah. that's the one, yeah. So um, we were chatting and we were saying, and he was saying repeatedly, everything happens for a reason. I believe everything happens really? for a reason. Absolutely. And that's all he kept saying. So, and then that made me think, well, it is a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it, it is a bit weird. Like, yeah. and And it was for me to, you know, looking back on it now, for me to agree to go and eat with somebody and and have a drink with somebody it's not that's not me no and also the fact that as you said like even just the weather being different that day and that yeah, exactly. split decision that you made Absolutely. just to go to the beach mm-hmm. that day and the question I'd love to ask you and I'm sure a lot of people ask you this but 
how did it feel afterwards? So after you'd given um, Lucy the kidney, how was that feeling for you? Because again, like, you know, you're not with her every day. You don't necessarily mm. see the change, but you know that you've saved someone's life. And was that feeling how you imagined it or was that different as well? Um, immediately afterwards, no, because I mean, I don't know why. I, I think I went into the whole thing. Not, no, I didn't think about how I would feel afterwards. I just, mm-hmm. I just thought, well, we'll just see what happens. So immediately afterwards, it was, I was really, really, really upset because only because Lucy was still in, we were both obviously in hospital, but she looked really unwell. Um, And I watch a lot of Grey's Anatomy and it led me into a false sense of security. So, you know, it says, oh, the kidney's pinking up. Look, there's urine. Well, it doesn't happen like that. And Mm -hmm. I kind of thought that it would. So because it didn't work immediately and she was still quite unwell and she still had to have dialysis, I was just so overwhelmed yeah, with it that we would just both cry our eyes out. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was probably a lot to do with the anaesthetic as well. Yeah, and just, yeah. It was all very overwhelming. Lot, yeah. After that, it was... And because it probably took a good four weeks for that kidney to wake up. Wow. So it gave me a long time to get used to it working because I had a lot of time of worry. So there was a lot of worry of, oh my God, what if it doesn't work? If it doesn't work, then we've done this for nothing and she's going to have to go through. So... I think if I'd have had a Grey's Anatomy moment where it pinked up straight yeah. away and she was create, you know, she was making urine immediately, it would have been yay. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was a very slow process, so it was. Mm-hmm. And you, you, I kind of think I was a little not worried, but a little reticent to be to be overly excited just in case. Well, it's actually been a year now. It's been a wow. year to, yeah, exactly a year to the day. And I've had a message because it's all come up on our Facebook memories. Yeah. So Kenny messaged me today saying, um, we've, we've been home for six hours in 11 days um, just to wash our clothes. And we've been away in the camper van that entire time. And that's all thanks to you. I think, oh my, because that's all I ever wanted was to give her the camping life. Exactly. I mean, that gives me goosebumps. And that must be what, what, that must be the moment for you, you know, like hearing that now and knowing that you've given someone that life. Just, I mean, I don't know how it would feel because it feels, I mean, emotional and amazing to me. It must just be something that you can kind of be like, you know what, like I did a good thing. Uh, yeah, so I think I did. I did that. Yeah, That's, she can do that because I did something. Yeah. I did that for her, and it's made no difference to me at all. Absolutely exactly. nothing, nothing whatsoever. The only I forget about it. The only time I remember, I've got a scar on my stomach. That's it, mm-hmm. and I'm not often looking at my stomach. But yeah, you know. But this, I forget. I don't have to take any precautions. I don't. I don't. There's just no change to my life at all. Nothing. I mean, it's such a brilliant moment and I love that you're still in touch. And I also know that um, when this actually originally happened, you got quite a lot of press attention and stuff. And mm. you, you because we mentioned there that you kind of realised your your own dreams. And yes. what did kind of, so there's that whole life-saving thing, which yeah. is just big enough. There doesn't need to be more. But mm. you also kind of from this story then managed to kind of really expand and live your dream, didn't you? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that was something completely unexpected as well, because obviously this all happened in October last year. And then BBC News got hold of the story um, uh, because of the dog. So they've, you know, the the dog was, which is fine, which is, you know, is essentially what happened. The dog came up to me and was talking to me. Um, But 
so because the dog got involved, the, the, the press got involved and said, oh, the dog sniffed out a kidney. Wonderful. That's fine. <laughs> that, totally fine. You go with that. But the, the press got in contact with this. And even though it was in all of the papers, they said, oh, we'll give you some money. And we were like, well, the story's already out there. But they wanted to give us money just for speaking to us. So I said, fine by me. Yeah, you never give us say some money no. to speak to. Never say no. And because I got that money, I was able to go to Europe for, for four weeks. Oh. So, and had that not happened, because like I said, we, we'd already put all of this to bed and not forgotten about it, but yeah. we were getting on with our lives. You know, I was back to work. Lucy was doing her own thing. And, and then it all came up again, what, six, seven months later. Um, and as I said, you know, all the press got involved. And, and like I said, I was given this little bit of money, um, which I was not expecting because that's, yeah. you know, it was all done and dusted. And then, and then, you know, a couple of months later, then I'm out in Europe driving my van. Incredible. Thanks to it all. So, and, that's, and that's amazing because it's kind of like, as you say, unexpected. You didn't do anything for anything, but then you no. got to live a dream. And like, as you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, traveling around Europe was something amazing that you've done. And I'm sure you've probably got more trips planned as well. Absolutely. But I'll be honest, I felt a bit guilty about it mm-hmm. because it kind of negated the whole doing it for no doing it for 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 for, for no reward kind yeah. of thing which is which is true I wasn't expecting it but everybody was telling me well you didn't this has come completely after it exactly. you weren't expecting it and we all do so, that we're all human and I think we all we all worry about these things but you know deep down everybody knows that like and I think we do we feel guilty sometimes for number one absolutely. either doing something good but you know mm. accepting things like that but at least you did something good with it and honestly Katie this is such it's such a heartwarming moment and it's just so lovely how you explain everything. And when you think about the slime dolls moment, there's lots of little pinpoints because, yeah. you know, there's the, you even going to the beach that day, mm-hmm. there's the dog because realistically, yeah. yes, the dog didn't sniff out the kidney, <laughs> but if the dog hadn't have come over and yeah. if the Lucy and is it Kenny hadn't have, Kenny, both, yeah. hadn't have been on the beach that day, mm-hmm. there's exactly. just so many All things. All these little points. So yeah, many things and you saved someone's life. And I do want to ask you, and it's, it's really hard and it's horrible to ask at this but you know the what if of you know what if you hadn't have been on the beach that day what happens if you'd never met them like you know, know do you ever do you think about that a lot um not a lot I have thought about it only because I know that Lucy had actually taken herself off the transplant list really? because she kept being getting disappointed like a lot of people had been tested for her and it, they just weren't a match um Ken wasn't a match for her she had family friends I believe that weren't a match for her because she had lupus she had to have a specific kind of match I don't know the science of it yeah but it was something like she had to have five out of six or something like that and most people are a, are a four and can get away with donating yeah. a four but because she had this special thing she had to have this specific amount of I don't know what they are but I had them so that's what's made even more special is that I was an apps wasn't just a good match I was a perfect match oh, yeah. I mean it's an absolute moment of fate mainly as well because you know you didn't just meet and you know you weren't just made as a match in the hospital and from a list and another list the way you met this is pure pure fate and no one Absolutely. listening to this can never believe oh Katie thank you so much for sharing your moment with us and I can't wait to see where you're going to travel next in your camper van oh. Keep living your life and just thank you for sharing your story because it's just so incredible and what lovely, lovely thing that you've done. Thank you so much for having me. I've loved it. Thank you. Oh, thanks, Katie. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Sliding Doors. 
If you've enjoyed our chat and found it inspiring, I would love it if you could rate, review, share and subscribe. Thank you so much. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.